It's time to get this show on the road with all things thespian. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Run, Forrest, run! It's Monday Theatre with Newcastle in the morning. It is Monday Theatre and today's production is uh, something quite exceptional. It's set in a lighthouse keeper's cottage at Eden on the New South Wales south coast and it's a play about the nature of memory and whose version of the past is the most reliable. Joining me in the studio now is playwright Daniel Scott. Good morning and welcome, Daniel. Thanks very much. Good morning. Now, it sounds uh, it sounds quite um, heavy in, in some of its... Uh, its its themes and and the way that it does does go and and of course the play does uh, does have a, a warning on it that uh, that it has adult themes that some people may find confronting. It shines a light on uh, on Carla's memory, who is is the main uh, the main cast member of her childhood trauma trauma and uh, and her father and their different recollections of of history, mm. and you've you've kind of tied that as well into their whole Me Too movement. When did you start writing this and where did you get your inspiration from? So the, the play uh, I began back in the 90s, actually, when I was primarily a playwright. Um, I, since then, I've had a 25-year career as a travel writer, actually. Uh, um, but coming back to Newcastle at the beginning of 2021, having uh, lived up the coast uh, near Foster Tuncurry, I've come back to my playwriting career. Um, and in the last year, we had a read-through of Eden uh, with uh, the director, uh, Janet Nelson, and Howard uh, Rawlinson, her husband, who's in the play, Back in July 21, and since then I've reworked the play extensively. The inspiration for the play originally was about the whole issue of repressed memory. Um, at the time, and, and since, to be honest, uh, psychologically, uh, it's a complex issue. Um, psychologists, psychiatrists, there are different viewpoints on whether repressed memory is an actual thing or not. Uh, whether, in fact, if someone recovers a memory in, say, their 50s or 60s of something that happened to them in their childhood, it's true because there are suggestions from some psychologists that people um, have these these memories suggested to them by either their psychologists or counsellors or people with a vested interest in making them have those memories. However, as I rewrote the play, um, that was the the original instinct behind the play, um, because I've I've always written about social issues. I've always really wanted to have um, those issues discussed after the after the play is seen. I I sort of tied into my own uh, childhood trauma, um, which was quite significant as I as I exposed it really over the last seven years, and so it became much more about that journey uh, during the last year really, and um, that's that's where we're at now really it's much more about that but it's it's also asking plenty of questions about the nature of memory as well so the uh the story um i'm not giving too much away but obviously it centers around uh around you know carla and and her father and and the the different memories and the different ways that uh, that they both remember things mm. how do we see that come through in the play well, Carla's memory is mostly expressed through her poetry. She's a poet, um, and there's there's live poetry, and there's poetry um, as a, as an audio uh, background to the play, and there's also projections um, which which accompany those poems. So her memory comes through uh, that way, and her father's recollection is it's really we we encounter that during the second part of the play, where it's almost like a courtroom drama set in the lighthouse keeper's cottages, with one person's view against another person's view. Um, 
and in in that context, there are two other characters who have uh, other other viewpoints as well. And it is really about how complicated memory is and how complicated uh, our recollection of the past can be. It, it, you know, there are as many versions of the past as there are people. And that that would have been a, a really, uh, I mean, obviously a triggering thing potentially for you in that uh, you know lo- writing a lot of this from from a personal experience as well. Did you find it triggering at times when you were writing it and when you're seeing it for the first time on the stage? It's an emotional journey, I think, and I, I, I think uh, for all the people involved in the play and for anyone who sees it, it'll be an emotional journey. Uh, having said that, w- what we talked about right at the beginning, uh, really, trauma doesn't exist on its own it it is part of life I would say probably 75% of the population has some form of trauma in their background Mm. and so to write it in a in a purely very very grueling kind of fashion would 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 have been absolutely mm. dreadful for me and dreadful for the audience mm. to watch. So clearly there is humour around these things. There is there is other life things going on around trauma all the time. And so it was really important to me in this play to to make this entertaining as well. Uh, I have written about other very uh, difficult subjects like mm. domestic violence in the past, and and you know managed to to do that in a context which is very relatable for people. And that's really the whole point of this play too is that people don't go there and they're going oh look let's be taught a lesson about childhood trauma it's not like that at all Mm. it's really to see how widespread it is how much it affects us as adults Uh, you know on a cellular level we carry trauma in our bodies and that means that even if we would like to forget it and move on, we can't. Our bodies mm. won't let us. It will, it will somehow get us in, in, in terms of ill health or mental ill health, obviously. Um, and so I, want, I wanted to look at that, how, how impossible it is to kind of just forget it, really, um, uh, but also see it in the context of, of, of all the other things in life, which include humour and fun and you know, relationship and friendship mm. and all those kind of things. So how did it feel when you had the first reading of it? Well, that was it was a cold night, you know, winter night in uh, Katara where I live. And um, <laughs> it was it was uh, look, it was magical, really, just to see it come off the page again. But, um, you know, it's really evolved since then. I mean, there are now um, poems in, in there that weren't there before. There's there's a kind of a new strand to one of the characters, which is I, I think has really made the play to a large extent because it inclo- includes uh, mention of um, South Africa's uh, battle with apartheid and, and Mandela. Truth and Reconciliation Council because to me that's a really significant element of the play it's it's uh, you know is is forgiveness the way forward or if someone won't acknowledge something what's the way forward for the person who's mm. been traumatized uh, you know so that's really a, another element of the play it sounds absolutely fascinating. Now, who uh, who's your cast? So we've got the the wonderful Denny Manil playing Carla. We've got Sandy Aldred playing uh, her best friend Ginny. We've got Howard, as I say, Howard Rawlinson playing Luigi, the father, and Mark Williamson is is playing uh, Tom, who's the boyfriend of Carla and and the, the guy with the South African background. And as I say, Janet Nelson is directing, and a wonderful set by um, by Craig Barnes as well. I really want to um, give give some applause to to his uh, design. It's absolutely extraordinary. Um, you know, we've got two windows that uh, double for uh, sort of projections uh, on the stage, and you know that's a that's a huge achievement just to have pulled that off. So, random question: Why are we at the Lighthouse Keepers Cottage at Eden, and uh, why aren't we up at Nobby's? What, what made you position this in Eden? 
well, Eden, the name, it has, has it all, doesn't it, really? Um, but, I, but I have to say, I, I did stay at the Lighthouse Keepers Cottages at Eden as, as a travel writer. I was asked this question by ABC Southeast the other day, actually, and, and they said, what was it that inspired you so much? It's a spectacular landscape. It's very remote, which is really, really important. It's about 25 minutes away from Eden, the town. And um, I, I just thought, you know, the, the connotations, the biblical connotations of Eden, you know, the, the fresh start, the, um, you know, the, the element of the, the the first fruits and all that sort of thing the Adam and Eve story and where are we at with that in modern society I think that has it already. Now you have already had uh, a a short program it was at uh, the Brunker Theatre last week how did that go what was the reaction to it? Yeah it's been a very positive start yeah and we have we have the um, the the opening night uh, on Wednesday night and we've we've got Jody Harrison the local MP coming along which is fantastic and uh, yeah I think I think um, you know it's really really good to have got those two two shows under our belts to to get into the Newcastle Theatre Company season which lasts for two weekends. And look, it is fabulous. It's part of the uh, the independent uh, section of Newcastle Theatre Company's uh, calendar of events, and uh, it's running from the sixth of July through to the sixteenth. You can get tickets by uh, visiting the Newcastle Theatre Company uh, website. Congratulations! It sounds absolutely incredible. And uh, as someone who spent the weekend watching the I don't know what the hell was wrong with me, um, watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentaries uh-huh. and the whole the whole Me Too and the whole you know recovered memories, it it really does sound absolutely incredible so congratulations i uh, i've got no doubt it will be a uh, a screaming success over at newcastle theater company thanks so much Trace. thank you for coming in i really appreciate it thank you thank you that is uh, eden it is by daniel scott and it sounds absolutely fantastic it starts at the newcastle theater company on the 6th of july and runs right through until the 16th and if you've got time thoroughly recommend getting over and having a look at it you're with tracy mack on newcastle live Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.